0: Philip Llanos, CEO, Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Jason, man, uh, I'm so glad to be doing another one of these with you. I didn't take a look at the stats last time for this, for the other riff we did, but I, I'm curious if the riffs are really the most popular type
1: of episodes. <laughs> God, the, the riffs just, They just take off. I I don't know why. it Must be your pretty face, I guess. Ah, (laughs)
0: because
1: it damn sure ain't mine.
0: (laughs) You know, I I I don't think pretty sells anymore, man. I think I think Uh, uh, I think I think uh, we've come to yeah. You know, we've actually had a really interesting day of conversations. When I think about some of the things that we've covered today uh people talking about how the economy is moving towards a transformation economy yeah um we've been able to have people sort of explain to us how the models of nonprofit organizations are broken or how any charity organization with a cause has mm-hmm. a broken model almost designed to make it worse <laughs>
1: yeah and uh
0: mm. and i can think of a few other things uh that have come in like people who uh, are freelancing and how they provide this incredible value only to have people try to get the bullet points from them and not pay them. Uh, it's been a really interesting uh, day. Uh, do you, have you had any, any insights yourself that like in listening to these people that is new to you, or is it what it's always been? And that's, no matter how you slice and dice it, all entrepreneurs are the same. Well, I mean, I th-
1: it's it's like I always say, you know, no matter what, we can always learn something from whatever engagements we have, if they're good or bad, right? <laughs> good, bad, ugly, WTF, I mean, whatever, right? Um, had a couple of those today. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> so, you know, but I mean, at the end of the day, there's always something to be learned, whether whether it's a good thing, a bad thing, whether we can take something positive away from it. Like even us today, right? We had a couple episodes that were like wow, right? <laughs> and but you know, what what's the takeaway? What's the takeaway from that from a business perspective, right? Mm. Vet better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Do a better job of vetting, right? And you know, don't always assume right. Just because somebody has the attached three letters of CEO, right. That they're the, the right person to, to have on a show or to be on TV or anything like that. Right. So yeah. I mean, I, I can tell you, so I'm, I'm in the process of putting my whole team right through the fire. Um, Cause I'm having all the directors do videos. Some of them have never done a video ever in their life. Right. Wow. And because uh, they've never had to, it wasn't something they have done. Right. Oh, done but this isn't how ever. we do it. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, Hey, step outside of your comfort zone a little bit and, and, and throwing them in the fire. And you know what? For, for some of these, uh, some of my team that have never done this ever in their life. I'll take Mike Jackson. I'll just use him as an example. He's loving right? that. <laughs> I mean, he's never, ever done a video ever in his life. I mean, so that's like the first time ever. The guy's a genius when it comes to me- medical consulting, leadership, all these things, right? He's got 30 plus years doing this stuff but he's never once stepped in front of a camera to do a video where he had to share insights on leadership. And so he did his first video today and he sent it to me and was like, man, I don't know. And I was like, you know what? It's great, brother. It's great. We're going to post it. And because it's the first time you've did it, is it perfect? No, but who cares? Right. Because it's about it's about stepping outside of your comfort zone sometimes and and just doing it, right? You've got to just do stuff. But you know the takeaway from that really is as, as people, whether it be in your personal life, whether it be in business, you have to take leaps, right? Even if they're painful, right? Because hell, there's stuff I do every day that's painful, right? And it's like, wow, I got to figure that out now. Holy crap. You know, it's like Jesus. And then you do it the first time and, you know, maybe it's not pristine, but but you did it, right? And then every time after that's very repetitive and you do it over and over and over and over and over again, it's, it's really no different how you and I met on Entrepreneur Magazine, right? Yeah. I had not one time ever been on a podcast ever. Wow. That was the first one I ever did. I'm sure I could go back and have a few chuckles at this point (laughs) um, about (laughs) a few things here. I don't know. I
0: thought we had a great conversation. Well, yeah. I always make the effort to have
1: a great conversation. Yeah. 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 But, but at the end of the day, it's the first time I'd ever done one. I didn't know what to expect. I had no clue. So I just showed up and was like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Let's just have a conversation. Right. And, you know, now doing. I don't know. Close to 300 of these now podcasts here. um, It's like second nature now, but the beauty behind that is, is it's made me a better person. And, you know, you've made me a better person on, uh, you know, by pushing me out of my comfort zone to do this too. Right. And, Cause that was the inspiration behind the whole damn thing. If I'd have got some other schmuck over at Entrepreneur, I, hell, I might have never ever even done this. <laughs> you
0: I mean, you've told me you've told me some of the horror stories of the way people run their shows. And, oh yeah, because uh, I've been on <laughs> quite
1: a few of them since that, right? And. That's how, you know, we have something special (laughs) for sure. You don't have to look very far to know what we're doing. It's pretty kick-ass in comparison to what a lot of these, even the big brands, right. Um, To what they're doing, because we're taking the time to invest in people. Right. And at the end of the day, we have to invest in people. That's what better investment is there then the investment in people and the investment in knowledge Mm. and knowledge is only good if you actually know how to use it too. Right. So, so hopefully that's what we're, we're able to glean a lot of that out of what we're doing here and make an impact.
0: Yeah. You know, I've, I've taken so much time and energy to invest in like the preparation of what it means to present it as, as a as a being, as a person, mm-hmm. in whether it's in business or something creative, even just making informational content. And over the years, I can tell you from joining Toastmaster groups to taking courses with coaches, very few things were useful from like. Everything that I've paid for, whether it was in time or money or energy. Uh, and the only things I found that were prophetic to the to the progression of my delivery as a content creator or communicator, let's say in front mm-hmm. of people, aside from the general training you need of learning how to gesture naturally, which really comes from just being relaxed enough. and if you just trust that as we talk about often, be authentic. And don't worry about what you're doing with your hands. Cause if you're being honest with yourself and not focused on, oh, am I doing this right? Because your body language is going to communicate all that, right? You don't need to mm. you don't need to be like, and this is where I point my fingers. That's like though that's that's extra. All you have to do is pay attention to what it is you're trying to communicate, right? Like, for example, right now, there's an intent behind what I'm saying with the effort to provide some kind of clarity or insight, right? So a lot of my gestures are going to be mm-hmm. ones that are pulling or pushing or in terms of uh, expression, right? Now it sounds super abstract, but work with me here, right? You combine that with a pause on purpose, not for dramatic effect, but to allow the listener to sort of consume more of what you've been saying. Because we just had a couple of instances today of people who just won't stop. And communication (laughs) is not a one-way street. Sure, if you're making videos, you feel like, well, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm making a video. Wrong. You're talking to someone while making the video. So it's important that you create an experience where they feel like they're interacting with you. That's why pausing on purpose is important. And yeah, the first couple of videos are not going to come out, you know, home runs because you're still finding your voice and your own cadence and 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 uh, voice. Like it's kind of like singing or rapping or playing an instrument. You hear you hear a Carlos Santana riff, you know it's him. Eddie Van Halen, you know it's him. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. You hear Celine Dion just hit a high note, and all of a sudden you know that it's going to be. So you still have to find that signature, and the only way to find that is through experimentation. And that's the only useful thing I ever got out of an acting class, was that it's a very safe place to do a very dangerous thing, which is explore sides of yourself you don't normally see uh, as socially acceptable. Because somewhere in between the most extreme parts of who you are, and the most monotone, monotonous, no effort whatsoever, lies the truth of your Mm. voice. But you need to be able to deliver a script. That's an exercise for you. Say it as boring as you possibly can, and then say it as majestically as you possibly can. <laughs> and somewhere in the middle of that is actually where the where the pacing and the cadence and what you're looking for is. But you see how the underlying mechanism is stretching, like you said, yeah. comfort zone,
1: right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and you know, I constantly am always putting myself it's not really outside of a comfort zone, but it's like always, uh, you know, trying to push myself to be better. Like when it comes to, to video things or, uh, you know, video type content or whatever the case may be. And it's like trying not to be, cause it's a lot harder when you're not having a conversation with somebody, right. Uh, versus you're just trying to, you're just trying to teach something, right? I mean, fortunately, I spent four years at uh, a military academy teaching, um, right. so that difference. helped a little bit, right? But then, when you step out of that and you're away from that environment for, you know, ten years, right, you lose it. So, so then you kind of got to retrain yourself a little bit, not to be the She kisses my boo-boos. She she shows my hair. That's off a cartoon. My kid kids' cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, oh, is this a movie quote? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) so you got you gotta get yourself off of that and and inflection in the voice and all these things. And I mean, hell, you know, you went through acting school for crying out loud. So yeah, man. And and all
0: of that was pretty much like random except for how to actively listen and mm-hmm. being willing to explore the less exercised parts of yourself. Right. But it also yeah. comes back to just how well, you know, your shit. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A lot of people will use um like to fill in space because they don't feel comfortable with the space. Right. Yeah. However, As you can see, there is power to letting... It's almost like like playing with space and time, if you will, vocally, right? Now, most people might be listening to just the podcast. Some might be watching the video. You have to be able to take up space where it matters. And you decide that because you're the one delivering your content. Mm -hmm. So you're looking for those, but wait, there's more moments not to sell but to drive a point home. And I don't know how else someone is going to learn to communicate in this fashion other than just through a lot of mistakes, a lot of terrible videos without being judgy, which isn't a word, but without judging yourself and Mm. instead critiquing the material as it's coming out that's the hardest part right because right away we're oh, like yeah. look at me i need to work out or is it look at, look at my hair my hairlines all do i really have that much forehead you know or whatever people want to say like you know what i mean you can point fingers at yourself and criticize yourself and break yourself apart yeah. or you can use it as an opportunity to go wow i really know my stuff you know or wow i really need to brush up on my stuff mm-hmm. and i think because that's what matters Nobody cares if the message is strong, clear, insightful, Nobody cares what you look like. Nobody cares what you sound like because right. the truth always sounds like the truth. Mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah, no doubt about it. you know i I have the my my like vice and thing that I do a lot is uh, you know, I'll say okay, you know. That's my pause turns into, okay. Right. And it's like, for me to try to train that out of me is that's been challenging for me. And it's, <laughs> or we all or, have it or, or all right. That's another one that I, I use. We all and, have
0: a crutch and that's, yeah. that's the, I will say the only thing Toastmasters gave me, um, I said, um, right and that's because (laughs) but no no but do you see like i want to i want to call it out is they would charge themselves 10 cents every time they said
1: something Ah. that that
0: was a crutch and that allows you to start catching yourself and some people go bankrupt real quick when they find out how (laughs) often they use words like that oh yeah eventually you learn to pause and be okay with that because outside of the pausing due to uh outside of the lack of pausing due to the lack of comfortability with the space is also people who speak too fast like we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. and that's like apologizing for being there at all Ah, you know i'm really sorry that i'm here you know i'm just doing a lot of things right now and i'm trying to figure out what is going on what are you doing right now no no actually hold on will you give me a second because i'm feeling do you hear that what's going on and it's like yo calm down be present
1: yeah it makes you wonder sometimes if that isn't nerves it's totally nerves but it's also excitement
0: yeah Yeah, it's the excitement and nerves are the same thing as kinetic energy and your body building up to help you overcome some insurmountable task perceived insurmountable Mm -hmm. task so it's just a lack of practice of being in that environment so yeah when you pull the camera out you're gonna be like oh careful and maybe a little jittery and You're not going to be confident because you're not even sure what you're doing with a camera in your face. (laughs) But if it were your best friend, your son, your partner, that was the camera instead of the camera, and you knew that your information, that your insight, that your hard-earned experience as a veteran business owner was going to change the game for this person across the way from you, well, then you deliver it a little differently, don't you?
1: Yeah, right. For sure. I have a great idea for tech tool. It detects where there's ums, and uhs, (laughs) right? And it inserts elevator music for 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) So it trains you (laughs) and then you can't use your video.
0: (laughs) Oh, that would drive some people out the wall.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You either have to post it with the elevator music in there or you got to redo it. That'd train it out of you real quick. That is
0: hilarious. (laughs) Or make people quit videos. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, I I can understand the the fear. And that's, in fact, I work with a lot of people who aren't tech savvy very mm -hmm. often. Right? And they blame it on not being tech savvy that they can't make videos. But I don't know what they're talking about because all you have to do is hold your phone up right. And make a video and don't judge yourself for the way you look on a phone camera, because Mm -hmm. the other thing most people don't know is the phone, the lenses on our phones are designed to be fish lenses. It's a, it's a term. So it's like a wide angle to capture as much as possible, but it makes all your features look distorted and weird. So you don't actually look like what your phone is making you out to be. If you've ever taken a selfie and gone, well, that's never happening again. It has a lot to do with the science behind the yeah. lens and the distance. It's called focal point point. and mm. you, your phone would have to be like four feet away from you for it to accurately depict what you look like. So people should know that because I know a lot of people, probably their biggest fear. Uh, in fact, uh, someone uh, who really helped me get started in business at all, Joe Applebaum, he talks about how he's, he lost over 90 pounds. I was at the beginning of his transformation and it's because He had made a video and all he heard was breathing. And he was like, where the hell is that sound coming from? That's when he realized, oh my God, it's it's me. And he never put a picture of himself on social media. And he's like, I need to change all of this. So immediately he started telling everybody what he was going to do, regardless of whether or not they hated on him. And a lot of people did. A lot of people tried to cut him down while he was trying to make real changes in his life. And, and he would hold himself accountable by socially posting about what he was going to do. And this dude lost incredible amount of weight, helped a marketing agency jump to hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue, uh, made an exit, right? You name it, started multiple other businesses, coaches, other business owners. He's done it all and it, through this thing called high energy. It is now his brand. And it's true. This dude doesn't drink any coffee and has more energy than anybody knows what to do with. But it all started when he found his confidence because he went that extra distance. Right now, I share that story less to bring him up and more to tell you that no matter what you think you look like or what you're doing, the only thing between you and helping others in the world with your insights and expertise really is your fear.
1: Yeah, that's That's very true. That's very true. I think it's a good time to uh, mention uh, one of our supporters. That's right. And
0: uh, we have today with us Melanie Cosson of Stillwater Hemp. Now, self-care and CBD. I know all of you have heard about CBD and all the rage. The truth is the stuff really works. I I, I Personally, I actually take it. It's not Stillwater Hemp. I'm going to have to get some Stillwater Hemp myself so I can live up to the brand. But just know that it's made with organic materials and enhanced by essential oils. And it's based in Montana. And the best part is they have both brick and motor shops, but also online availability. So you can have your cake and eat it too, no matter where you are. And they even carry a product line for your furry family members. So think about that. Nobody gets left behind. And if CBD isn't your thing, but you still love the essential oils and aromatherapy and all the things that come with that, and even helping you feel more calm, they also have non-CBD options. They've really thought of everything that involves self-care. And I think it's important that you check out their products because there's a lot of integrity behind what they're doing. In fact, if you yourself are even interested in creating that as a business and private labeling it, they can also help you do that too. All you have to do is let them know you heard about them on the War Room podcast, and they'll hook you up with the first $100 off if you're doing private label and 10% off with the code WARROOM if you're just buying their products because you heard about them here. Now, that is awesome because I, for one, believe it or not, regardless of how I come across, struggle a lot with anxiety when it comes to me thinking about doing some of the most random, normal, everyday things. Huge, big tasks don't trouble me. It's the mundane, monotonous little things that drive me crazy. And even I need like products similar to CBD or what have you to help me deal with the mundane. And I think it probably has something to do with ADHD, which most entrepreneurs actually have.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of brings me to want to talk about health. Right. And, yeah. you know, taking care of yourself and, you know, making sure, you know, a couple of things like things that we skip, right. A lot of people skip lunch they have a crappy breakfast and then they skip lunch and then you're going downhill quick right as soon as lunch happens i mean fridays are that way for me and i know it almost instantly because yeah i feel it you know because we're like Friday. back to back to back to back to back right and um but i mean it's not like i couldn't make a damn sandwich and bring it down in the morning and so on and so forth it's just i always forget to do it right yeah. but but, but the thing about it is, is, you know, there's so many elements of all of that stuff that I know those days where it's like something missing because I, I, I'll get upstairs and I'm around my family and I just feel like a caged animal. And, you know, it's like you're just running on this. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't even know how to explain it half the time, but your brain's going a thousand miles an hour, and you're just like you find yourself, you're pacing around the kitchen and you're like a freaking wolf waiting for a, a rabbit to jump out so you can pounce on it, right? But that's when you know something's off, right? Your body's telling you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and we have to find outlets for that maybe you missed your workout that day and you're just your energy spiking, right? Yeah. That's like, for me, Red Bull, no moss, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'd be like that dude earlier that we would talk to. That was like, Boo! right. <laughs> it's like,
0: yeah. For I, some I people, caffeine doesn't do them any favors. I
1: <laughs> can't do that stuff. I mean, I can drink coffee and stuff like that, but but if I drink like energy drinks and stuff like that, 300 I mean, milligrams just,
0: of caffeine in one shot. Oh <laughs> man.
1: That kind of stuff will just, it will send me down a spiral that it ain't yeah. good. Right. But coffee doesn't do that to me. I, mean, I can drink two cups yeah. of coffee before I go to bed and it doesn't even affect me at all. Yeah.
0: Same here. Right. Same. Here. It's like a hundred milligrams, caffeine yeah. tops. It, only the good stuff gives you that. Right. So.
1: right, Are right. No, you right? Yeah. That, but it's important though, that we, but see the, the thing about it is you got to know this stuff about yourself, your own health, yes, and then be able to identify these things and then go, okay, I don't want that to happen again. So what do I need to do to, what do I need to do? Not, not just for my business, right? Cause that affects your business too, right? 100%. But then also on the other side of life, how is that affecting your life then? Um, you know, cause this is a great example. Here's a share. This was, I don't know, probably a couple of weeks ago. Right. And I was in that for whatever reason, I was just super amped. Right. And I'm walking around the kitchen and I have 10 million things going through my brain, you know, and then my son came over and he's like, dad, 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 dad. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? And it's like, and then you step back and go, whoa, why did I just do that? Right. It's like, why did I do that? You know? And then he's just like,
0: yeah.
1: Right. And it's like, <sighs> <laughs> but identifying those things are really important because at least you caught it, man. Some people don't you know, even know they did right. that. <laughs> I mean, if you do it there, you're doing it in your business too. Yes. So that's, that's the key right there. Wow. Right? Um, if you, if, if you will do that to your own family, you better believe you'll do it in your business. So, so you gotta like really be cognizant sometimes when you're off,
0: you know, yesterday I had that I had that there's a show yesterday. I had a really interesting day. I had such a great day prior Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: then I stayed up maybe a little late. Right. But it's not unusual for me to stay up late. However, I got up the next day and I kept telling myself, "All right, going to work out and get my day started." No matter what, like I started on business like related tasks. No matter what I could, no matter what I did, I couldn't focus on work at all. I was washing dishes, washing clothes, and maybe that's a hazard of working at home, but I was doing anything, anything other than the thing I know I needed to do. And it wasn't until I broke down and went and like did some exercise that suddenly my mind could sit still long enough mm-hmm. to actually work on client-related work. And it was like 5 p.m. by the time I could sit down and focus. So I was up until maybe 1 or 2. And I was thinking to myself, should I have worked out first thing in the morning when I woke up to get me to feel this way? Because I, it's a it's a real thing. And it's a problem because it's getting in the way of the things I can accomplish. And, and I knew that... Uh, I knew that I had to work out in order for me to solve that problem. And sure enough, I was right. And I don't know if you run into that where you know that you have to do certain things in your day as you get it started. Like you were talking about with food, healthy food choices or or healthy drink choices in order to actually function. Because as entrepreneurs, we have the freedom to do whatever we want, right? Right. And and all that freedom is power. And misused, it can backfire like a double-edged sword, right? Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that some people make better employees than they do bosses. What I mean by that is if you're not a good boss, then you're self-employed. You may be shit out of luck until you change your habits. <laughs>
1: That's right. Well, you got to know how to lead before you can be a leader. Yeah. Man. You have to lead others before you can lead yourself. That's the whole self-guided leadership. But but how can you self-guide lead yourself if you've never actually ever led anything, right? I mean, yeah. and and leading your dog on a walk does not come. <laughs> <laughs> not, at all. not at all. So, but yeah, I mean, it's important, like all these factors that hit us all the time, right? Left and right throughout our day. And, you know, we always... I I'm a reflector. I like reflect on my day almost daily. I will, uh, when my day ends, I will sit in my chair and I take at least five minutes to reflect on the day, not like meditate or any of that.
0: Right. But, right.
1: But just, I reflect on what happened that day and then try to clear my mind when I walk out of my office for the day. And then so, I was present here all day. Right. Now I'm going to go upstairs and be present. And if I feel off like I did that day, what I should have done was I should have kept reflecting and got it out of my system. Right. And, but, you know, phones ringing, dinner's ready. I'm already late, <laughs> this, that, and the other. So now you got more outside cramming in your face and this, that, and the other. And then, but you just sometimes you got to learn to go you know what mm, i'm off i'm off right now and i need to step back sit down and just like let it all go for the day and we don't do it enough or people don't do it enough not just in business just in life period at the end of the day's work if you're an employee somewhere and you know, you're working from home. It's no different. It's the same thing. Most people are working from home now. So they go from today's work, meeting at the end of the day, you know, blah, 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 to, okay, now I got to go cook dinner or whatever the case. And you're walking 15 feet away to do that. There's no drive home to decompress. Yeah. There's none of that. Right. When I was in the army, I was stationed in uh, Georgia, outside of, or in in Atlanta at Fort McPherson. And I had a two hour drive home because of traffic. Now you want to talk about having time to decompress for the day,
0: (laughs) (laughs) plenty of time,
1: (laughs) plenty of time to decompress, but that was a very, very high stress position I was in. Right. So it, it it like literally took those hours for me to de- decompress, to get home and whatever your life looks like, you have to have that decompression time. You wouldn't go scuba diving to a hundred feet and then just go, well, I'm done. Right. Interesting. Decompress first, right. You decompress on the way up. Business and life is the same thing. You got to decompress. You got to find time to decompress.
0: And it's perfect moment to bring up uh, another one of our supporters, Mm. uh, Kelly Gordon with Cyberpreneur Inferno. And because we're talking about the burnout cycle and Mm. most people start up an agency hoping that they're going to get both more money and less stress only to find they got actually less of both and triple the stress, and your monthly income starts to look like a bull in a china shop. You don't know if it's going to stick around, what's going on. So they've sort of mapped out what it looks like with systems and processes and mindset and the level of accountability you need to actually build an agency if that's what you want to do. And you could spend 10,000 hours learning this on your own through trial and error, or you could join Kelly Gordon and a 100 other Digital agency owners to level up your agency and your life, really, as we're talking about in this conversation here with a proven system that actually works. And they're teaming up with War Room to actually provide the digital agency education that people are really looking for to achieve that goal. All you have to do is go to get.cyberpreneurinferno.com forward slash four by four method. That's four X four, four by four method. And you'll be able to enter the code warroom 15 for that 15% off the tuition. Look, you can try it yourself or work with somebody who's up, figured out all the kinks and get to where you want to be.
1: That's the it. Choice is yours. And that's it. Well, hey, I, I got a question for you. Talk to me. You never have questions. This is good. I don't, but I have a question for you. If you could have invited anybody <laughs> dead or alive. <laughs> any space and time right to this conversation today who who would have that been and what would have you asked them
0: you you've been waiting for this moment your whole life <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time we get to ask you that huh okay <laughs> based on today's conversation about burnout you know i brought him up i brought him up and i know we plan to have him on the show but i would have loved to have joe applebaum here specifically because of. All the things that we touched on, not only mm-hmm. has he had the burnout situation that all entrepreneurs have, but he also had to deal with like his own health issues and how he saw himself, especially in front of the camera and not wanting to make videos and then doing it anyways, hating the first hundred plus videos he made, only to now be one of the most interacted with people on LinkedIn or none. Right. But I remember even as I had left the agency. He had just started looking at LinkedIn. Meanwhile, I thought LinkedIn—that's like an online resume, right? But I remember seeing him like, "No, I got this tool. It's going to help me magnify my reach and this and that." Sure enough, everyone in the team would hate that he was always on calls and always saying the same thing. But you know what? He was saying the same thing because it worked. Mm -hmm. He didn't have to reinvent the wheel every time, and he was actually out there. Meanwhile, all these, all the employees on the team they didn't understand that was actually the first time I ever really saw it for what it really was. Employees don't understand the risk that an entrepreneur carries with them every single day. And in particular, they feel it most when it's payroll and that's when employees feel it the least. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I saw that clear as day because we had one of those open office uh, situations. It was kind of just like a, if you would like a, a rigid N right, one line here, another line here, or a U, depending on where you're standing. And I remember seeing him always doing conferences, a lot like our podcasting. Me mm-hmm. and never doing client work, and all the employees going doesn't do anything for these clients, you know. They're just you know, and I just think to myself, Wow, they're missing the big picture. There would be no clients if he didn't do this you know, and they would hate that they, that he would always have his catchphrases and his go-to things. But I look, I look back on the work that I'm doing now and what we're doing. And in that moment, and I just think to myself, what an education and a valuable experience it was for me to have been working at that agency. And to, Mm -hmm. and this agency gave agency to their employees, gave them tools, abilities, invited them to upskill and educate themselves, all these things that most companies would never do, gave them complete ownership over multiple accounts, all these things that I know they took with them to whatever other job they eventually ended up going to, and have never had that much agency, mobility, and ownership in any other job ever. It's responsible for like the the core of my own education in the modern day work world. So when I say, yeah, I wish you would have been here to listen to this conversation, I mean that because I feel like entrepreneurs need to communicate with each other more about how similar their challenges are. And that's what I love about this show because it just proves that over and over again every
1: episode. Yeah. Well, I think we have them on the show next week, don't we? Yeah, man. It's going to be great. Yeah. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll have them on the show next week. Yeah. I think people discount what they don't understand. Right. And the one thing I've always learned when it comes to business is when you hear something new, right, that rattles through one ear and then maybe dings around in the mush and then goes (laughs) out the other, is not every strategy is always a winner, but the least thing that we can do is listen and make a determination, right, of whether it's something we want. We want to adopt, right? And maybe it's not something that we want to adopt, right? That doesn't make it wrong. That doesn't make it the wrong thing. It's just maybe something you don't want to adopt, right? I mean, I look at LinkedIn back, you know, when I retired from the army, they made us get a LinkedIn account. I was like, I give a shit about <laughs> LinkedIn, right? They made us all get LinkedIn accounts. And for being in the military, we got premium accounts and all this yeah. stuff, right? For free, And uh, But they made us all set up LinkedIn accounts. And I mean, to me, LinkedIn was just a place where you just put your resume. If you wanted to look for a job, that's what I thought it was, right? Having zero clue what people were about to unleash and use it for. And now look at it now. Now it's just kind of become the Facebook of... Sort of.
0: Yeah. Of working people. (laughs) Of working people. Right.
1: This is the Facebook where I work. (laughs) Right. It's kind of gotten political stuff and this, that, and the other, but it isn't too far gone yet. But, um, you know, but, but I, I, we always have to have an open mind. I guess that's my point. Right. Is have an open mind. You know, somebody told me about LinkedIn because I've like only been on LinkedIn really, truly for probably about a year. And somebody said, "Oh, yeah, you got to do the LinkedIn thing and this." I was like, ah, "Jesus, right?" Because I mean, I just don't do a lot of social media, period, right? Yeah. But that platform, I do. And and somebody said, "Yeah, you got to get on LinkedIn. You should be doing stuff on there." And you're a business professional. You should. I was like, oh, "Okay, I guess I will." Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a great tool. It's been a good tool for me. Um, that doesn't mean it's a great tool for everybody. I don't, I don't, uh, regret doing, putting all the time and effort and work and things like that into LinkedIn. I release an article a day. I post four times a day. I, you know, probably overkill, but, but, uh, I, I, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Why? Cause that's where business people are. Right. Um, I I mean, TikTok, I mean, we're on TikTok, we're on all the platforms, but I'm not going to spend time there. I'm not going to spend time on Twitter. I'm not going to spend time on Facebook because that's not where my ideal client hangs out.
0: That's not the key. On,
1: not on TikTok. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and if they do, they're making content and they're doing it wrong. <laughs> right.
1: Exactly. So you know, it's all relative at the end of the day, and you just have to find what works for you as a business owner, whether that's in life, whether it's health, whether it's a wealth plan, whether it's whatever it is, everybody has to tailor to what what works for them, because what works for me is not going to work for everybody, right? And that's just the truth of it. You know, just because I got lucky in the the big Yahoo boom, right? (laughs) Wow. Yahoo! You know, well, I I just date myself. Yahoo. (laughs) Isn't that like their slogan? Yeah. Are they still (laughs) even around? (laughs)
0: <laughs> when someone gives me their email address and it's yahoo or msn i'm like oh i know this email
1: <laughs> i remember <Wow>. this <laughs> i didn't even know it was still around anymore but yeah. but uh but yeah i mean you got to do what works for you it's like my son says dad you just do you man <laughs> <laughs> why like, jesus that's the best piece of advice i've gotten all week <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> so just be yourself don't think about how, man. I got to be authentic. Jesus, that should just—that should just be inherently human. Because <laughs> if 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 I try to be you, I'm gonna have to work really hard, right? Yeah, and vice, man. And vice versa. Or I, I, I got—I want my dream is to be like Elon Musk. You know, I you had to work really hard to try to be somebody else. Should be right. real easy. It should be real easy to be you.
0: So oh man, that reminds me of I was in an acting class and we were doing a commercial for I think it was like a football game and some chips. And they pulled a couple of us from the seats over to the stage to pull off this exercise. And everyone went up there and I'm sitting there, you know, doing my thing. And I'm like, yeah, that was dope. And then the the teacher who it was an actor. I forget. He might've been on, um, uh, the big bang theory or somebody he was, mm-hmm. he told me Philip less like an actor doing a commercial and more like a guy from Minnesota eating chips with his friends at a football game. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and what he meant by what he meant by that was like, like, you know, cool it. And, and just be yourself because that's all that's required is for you to eat chips and enjoy what's happening upstairs right? right and most people will throw on a camera or ready to make their video and then instead of being themselves and communicating an idea they are now a business person who is communicating an insight it's like you don't you don't even know if it's going to be insightful
1: <laughs> right so just yeah, be yourself yeah.
0: and share that, that's if it's too mm-hmm. california for you be yourself and break something down. That's, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah it's don't,
1: true. Don't take the Tropic tropic Thunder approach. <laughs> I'm just a dude playing a dude trying to act like another dude. That's so <laughs> true, man. Just be what if the, you're dude, the dude man. who doesn't know what dude he really is. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> That's, That's true, right. Man. It's just That's easier true. just to be yourself and don't try to be somebody else. So, but people get caught up in it. People get caught up in the, you know, the, uh, the Hollywood, the, and that's just not life. It's not life. It's so far from what life really is, what life was meant to be. You know, it's here's another example, you know, one time this was years and years ago, you know, my wife, she'd gotten up and it was early and she put her makeup on. I said, why'd you put your makeup on? Because we were about to leave the house and stuff. And she was like, well, I can't go out without putting makeup on. Right. And it's like, is that really what we've trained or society that you can't even go outside as a woman without being all dolled up? And can't you just look like you're supposed to look right <laughs> Cause I'm not that guy that's like, Oh, I need my woman to, you know, look like some Hollywood stripper all day. Right? <laughs> um, all right. And cause in my mind, beauty comes in a lot of forms, man. It's not like, gosh, you got your hair all made up, beautiful. And, you know, beauty's a lot of things. And of course, do we all, you know, when we do certain things, do we want to like, Gussie up and go out to dinner and do stuff like that. Well, sure. But, sure. but should there be this expectation that it's always got to be that way? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, it's, it's uh, definitely, it's definitely a societal mm, standard that has made life a little more difficult than it has to be right, right along with the idea of the pink tax, that the pink tax is literally Because women have certain things that happen to their bodies on a regular basis monthly, they actually have to pay money to get materials that men never have to worry about. Therefore, Mm. if we're already talking about whatever pay gap may exist, it's only exacerbated annually by how much money they have to spend on that 12 times out of the year. Because it's not available. I mean, and you just look at all the constructs that have been Mm -hmm. set up and put in place. You know, I'm one of 18 kids. Most of them are women. You know, they're all coming into adulthood. And I can only imagine I'm not close with all of them. I'm available to all of them, just not close with all of them. But I can only imagine the trials and tribulations that they have to undergo growing up adding to what's already a hard world to live in, whatever trauma that came from our family bloodline and this and that. Right. So it's just it's fascinating to hear that because I see it all the time, even with my own partner. And uh and her her like wanting to sometimes we will go out just like that. And, uh, and all of a sudden, if anyone sends attention my way, you know, and they happen to be all done up, she's like, yeah, I should have dressed up. People think like, I'm not even with you. Cause you know, and I just think to myself, like, "Ah, I'd hate, I hate to have to convince you that like that's not something you need to worry about. And it's not like she's insecure. It's just the way society has set it up. Mm -hmm. It really is that way. You got to put your best foot forward, no matter what, at all times, never take a break, never relax. Yeah. Nothing short of you going away to some other country. And even then I can't guarantee your safety.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) At least you can grow armpit hair and leg hair some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and something. Yeah, Europe, it's okay. That's right. huh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Boy, I got more hair coming out of their back than I do. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and looking sexy while doing it. Hey? That's right. Hell yeah. Well, we hey, man. It. Wow, we really oh. went off on the deep end there. Boy, we did. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Keeps it We're just trying to tell people just be yourself. That's yourself. it. You man. are enough. And trust that the work you've done in the past years will actually show up for you when it's time to step up to bat.
1: You know? You got it. Well, hey, good riff, man.
0: There it is. We did it again.
1: All right. Next month. Hey. Until next month.
0: <laughs> With it. Cheers.